Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Professional Sports Talk podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jack Murphy. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. In this week's Thursday installation of my podcast, we are going to be going over three of my favorite matchups and why I think they're so important this week, and then three more best bets for you guys that you can hopefully win some money on. I've been doing pretty well with my best bets so far. I don't have my record in front of me right now, which I should have prepared, but that's okay. I went three for two last week. I know that for sure. I know I'm far above 500. I just can't remember the exact numbers right now. I want to say I'm somewhere around like, let me think. I think I'm around 15 and seven because I think last week I was 12 and three. So adding my best bets from that last week, that would make me, yeah, I did that math right. All right. That's enough of that. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying these podcasts. If you guys do, the best way you guys can let me know is by sharing this with your friends and family and also following my Instagram account at Professional Sports Talk. There's going to be a lot of announcements coming up on there soon, so make sure to give it a follow and pay attention to my stories. There's going to be polls on there regarding giveaways and what you guys would prefer in those giveaways. Also, there's going to be more polls referring to content and how you guys prefer that content, how you guys like me presenting my content so I can get this channel and this podcast even more popular and get as many viewers as I can again this is all about you guys the experience that I'm giving you and as well the information so again help me help you follow that account at professional sports talk and there's gonna be tons of content coming up hoping to get more active on there because I haven't been using it as much as I definitely should and I'm hoping that I can within these next couple weeks get that turned around this weekend will there again will be a lot of polls out and they will start this weekend so make sure to follow me and don't miss out on that anyways with all that being said guys we're gonna jump straight into excuse me, some of the great games this week because there are a lot of great games and I can't talk about all of them during my best bets because I don't want to bet on all these obviously and I don't think you guys want to either. I think sometimes we just want to sit back and enjoy as a fan. So we're going to start off right off the bat with two teams that are very, very similar and I think that this game could have very and very much likely will have very large playoff implications. These two teams are very much similar they're in a very spot similar spot in the season they're also just have a lot of similarities in terms of their death chart right now of course these two teams i'm talking about are the browns and the patriots uh just before i move on i'll list off some of these similarities that i see with them right now they both have great defenses led by a great pass rusher in the case of the browns it's obviously miles garrett in the case of the patriots it's matthew judon and then they also have one key guy in their secondary in the case of the browns they have a lot more depth there but in the case of the patriots they like to rely heavily on jc jackson just as they always tend to do with one lockdown corner they also are complete run first offenses with young quarterbacks and they don't have a huge a lot of huge names at receiver at least not anymore with odell beckham jr out of town and they have the exact same record right now so again their big differences are um, not as big as you'd think and their similarities are very close as well as where they're at in the season and how this could matter so much like in such a great perspective down the road I think this is going to have huge implications the Browns are just slightly more talented as a whole in my opinion particularly on both sides of the line which is where I really think victories come from 
it's a lot closer than people would think, but the Browns obviously have one of the best O-lines in the league, and their D-line when healthy is just absolutely filthy. As already mentioned, that, that is led by Miles Garrett, who is leading the league in sacks right now and doing so at just incredible pace. I believe he's on pace to tie Michael Strahan's all-time one-season record. I could be wrong about that. You guys can let me know. But, of course, with all that being said, I do have to trust Bill Belichick here more. I don't trust... It's not that I don't trust Kevin Stefanski. It's just no one is Belichick. Belichick is still the best coach in this league. So, I'm very torn about this game. I've gone very much back and forth with this game. I think it's going to be an amazing game. I think it really comes down to which quarterback makes less mistakes. As we see on a week-to-week basis, quarterback is just such an important position. And it comes down to that one position very often. With all that being said, I still think the Browns will end up winning this game. Um, I haven't even had a score here because, honestly, I just think I'm, I'm not too much focused on who wins this game. I'm more focused on the game itself, the narrative as a whole, the implications it could have later down the road. And this game could definitely be a game we're looking back on in January and saying, wow, that game had just a whole bunch to do with the AFC playoff picture as a whole. And I think we will be saying that uh, as we get, look forward on this. I think Again, the Browns are barely going to squeak by on this one because they're just a more talented roster. But if Bill Belichick just confuses Baker Mayfield a couple times, gets him to make a couple key mistakes in bad areas of the field, I could easily see the Patriots winning this game. This next game is a game where generally when we're halfway through the season, we can be far more sure of what teams are and more importantly, what they aren't. But this next game is are two teams that I honestly, they confuse the hell out of me. I don't really know what to think of either of these teams right now. And this is the Chiefs versus the Raiders. Starting to, I was starting to buy in on the Raiders. I truly was. And then that whole Henry Ruggs incident happened. And then the Damon Arnett videos got leaked. And never mind the fact that all that crazy John Gruden stuff went on right before that. Uh, they faced the Broncos the very next week after that whole fiasco happened and he was fired and they kicked their ass and then they faced the Eagles again and then they kicked their ass. While Derek Carr was looking like an absolute MVP candidate, we were all saying, oh, maybe the fact that Gruden is gone, it leaves less pressure on him and he's actually playing better now that he's gone. A lot, I know a lot of people were saying that. A lot of people I really trust in the media industry were saying that. And I was kind of buying into it too. And the next thing you know, they fell on their face against the Giants, and Derek Carr probably played the worst game of his season. So it was just a really, really weird team. This is a very awkward team to figure out. I still think they're not quite as good as their record suggests because they do have a very good record, and they are just a half game behind the Chargers in first place right now because of that win that the Chargers have in them earlier in the season. So, again, they still have a shot of winning this division, but I truly don't think they will. I think they're more likely to be a wildcard team, and they're a pretty fluky wildcard team at that. I'd be shocked if they made it out of wildcard weekend. But, again, just in this season, you just you just have never know what's going to happen. But my point is, this game against the Chiefs is going to be extremely important for this team because, again, are th- although they do have the same record as the Chargers, who are first in this division right now, they're still a half game behind because of that head-to-head. And if they lose to the Chiefs in this game, then they will obviously have the same record and be a half game behind them. So it's just those little, those victories, especially against these divisional games in a division like the AFC West, which is so close, they're just going to be so impactful and mean so much that this game is going to have huge, huge, huge implications. Turning the page to the Chiefs, of course, we have. We know what's been going on with the Chiefs. We know there's been far too many turnovers. We know Mahomes has been playing like his hair is on fire and it's not paying off for him anymore. As we know, their defense just sucks. One of the worst in the league. Historically bad defense. 
But we all still believe. I mean, we got to be honest. They're favored in this game for a reason. I think the Ravers, Ravers, I think the Raiders should probably be favored in this game, and I think they will end up winning this game. But my question is, when does Vegas and everyone else as a whole stop trusting this Chiefs team? I mean, they lead the league in turnovers, yet they're five and four, and they're very much in a positive position that they can still win this division, especially with a win like this in this game, which is so important. So this game is going to tell us a lot about what these both both these teams are and a lot about their future going forward. So again, w- these teams confuse the hell out of me. This should clear up a lot of that confusion. And if we see the Chiefs, you know, at, remotely at all get back to their old form, hopefully it can start in this game. I really don't think it will, just because I think the Raiders, although they have had a lot of cornerback depth disappear between you know Damon Arnett and then some injuries Casey Hayward's still there they still have those edge rushers there they still have all those veterans in the middle of the field and Corey Corey Littleton excuse me Um, I can't remember Denzel Perryman they still got a ton of dudes there a ton of playmakers of course their edge rushers which is really what gets their defense going is still there so as far as personnel and overall level of play that i'm seeing i like it a little more from the raiders but again they fell flat on their face last week against the giants which is a team they should have easily won and a team that has lost to a good amount of you know good football teams this year so again this team this excuse me this game should tell us a lot about both of these teams the last game that I absolutely need to talk about before i get to my best bets is the rams versus the niners starting with the rams this is this is a must win just an absolute must win game for the race for the nfc west against those cardinals who by the way lost absolutely no strides last week without kyler murray without deandre hopkins and just beat this team in the niners so again it's not a very good look if you're a division rival just beat the snot out of them with their backup without their star receiver and you turn around and lose to them when you're already a game and a half behind because you lost the head to head so it's you'd be digging yourself quite a hole is what i'm trying to say you'd be whole two game two and a half games behind only barely halfway through the season it's not so much an implication of the rams are a disappointment because as we know we still have huge expectations for the rams it's just that's definitely a sign of how impressive the cardinals have been and how honestly just yeah just dominant they have been because outside of one legendary performance by matt lafleur and aaron Rodgers, they could still be flawless right now regardless Regardless, this win is very crucial, and they cannot afford to fall further behind. It is also worth mentioning that I have been critical of Kyle Shanahan in the past, but he has found some success against McVay. For example, last year, they beat the Rams twice, straight up. Remember all those injuries the Niners had last year? They had that whole COVID fiasco where they were living in a hotel in Arizona for three weeks, not even playing out of their stadium. In that entire chaotic 2020 season they still managed to beat the playoff bound and playoff winners actually they won in the wild card game rams so it just it says a lot shifting to the niners if they lose this game their season's effectively over and i don't know about you guys but me personally having thinking that your season is literally gone after just one game past the halfway mark i think that means someone's getting fired i think that someone is going to be on the hot seat after this game maybe they don't get fired like you know directly after this game but i think that we seriously have to think about this coaching staff this gm whoever is going to take the fall because someone normally there normally is a scapegoat and i think here it might be kyle shanahan so just something to look out for there 
and again this is an absolute must win game for them because i they're three and six right now if they're three and seven ten weeks into the game i mean or into the week excuse me they basically need to go flawless and need a bunch of the nfc teams to choke up and to have any shot at all of making the playoffs and this team right now i cannot see that happening so again extremely important game for them moving on to my best bets we got three best bets for you guys this week gonna keep it fairly brief as i said because i've had these run too long i feel like they're not necessarily my best work sometimes i just drag them out and try and i try and ramble a little too much like that bears game i was rambling about for a while i don't know it kind of just depends so again you guys are my best advice so just let me know what works out for you guys let me know if i'm talking too fast if i need to slow it down or vice versa i'm talking maybe too fast but maybe i'm just talking about too much and i just need to focus down on my niche categories and i feel like i'm better at whatever that may be just let me know moving on to the first best bet i got for you guys this week not too many best bets for you guys this week just because again a lot of these games are very competitive and i was very nervous especially after that that last week was just so weird that i want to see these teams that i thought i knew more about than i did just get into their groove of things again so i can actually be confident in my opinions on them because for example two weeks ago i probably would have said that that dallas spread of nine points over atlanta i probably would have taken that but the fact that they just got their ass whooped at home by the broncos i'm like "Eh, let me give me a week and then if those odds come up with a similar team maybe i'll take them anyways rambling this is my point rambling on first best bet we got ravens at dolphins I don't know how much there is to say here. This game is a Thursday night prime night primetime football game. I think Lamar is definitely going to leave his statement on this game. Lamar lit up the Dolphins the last time he played in Miami. It was that week one 2019 game, I believe, where he started his MVP race. He threw for like five touchdowns in that game, I want to say. I think he had like over 400 yards. I don't remember the exact stats off the top of my head. I probably should have looked that up before I started this. But regardless, Miami is his hometown. He loves playing there. And I think that he's going to get that exact same reaction when he comes back there. This time, I think he's going to remember what he did in that week one matchup. And I think he's going to use it to his full advantage, make a statement, and possibly cement his name in the MVP race. Again, I don't want to jinx it, but he might be my new MVP pick just for right now. You guys know I was very heavy on the Derrick Henry train, and I jinxed him. He got injured a couple weeks after I started talking about it. And... Yeah, now I don't want to jinx it, but I hope Lamar goes out and just fucking lights these guys up. These teams are just on completely different atmospheres. And I th- I know some people could say, like, oh, this might be a trap game. But Harbaugh-like teams rarely let that happen. I feel like I never see them get into these games like this because that is really an implication of coaching. Really good coach teams don't really fall in these trap games like this. Of course, it happens to everyone. It's not entirely out of the question, but especially in prime time, especially in Miami where Lamar is just so used to playing and obviously he grew up there. It's I, I it's a different I think it's a different scenario for me. I think these Ravens are truly going to be super nailed in for this game. Um, not looking over the Dolphins, I don't think that's the team that they really are. Um, and I, I don't, I don't think it matters if Tua's playing, if Jacoby Brissett's playing. I think regardless, the Ravens are going to be able to get out of this one with a W. And I honestly think that it's going to be a lot greater than seven and a half points. Hence my best bet for this one. Give me the Ravens twenty-seven to thirteen to win this. All right, and for this next game, we have the 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the Washington football team. Brady coming off a bye. I mean, there's really not much else to say. He has been so great off a bye, as most quarterbacks and coaches that are amazing tend to do. The Buccaneers tend to do this thing with teams way worse than them, and it's called blowing them the hell off the field. They did it with the Bears a couple weeks back, and it's very similar to the Bears. This is a very similar team to the Washington football team. The Bucs have, if they have any weaknesses at all, if you really want to nitpick at their team, you could definitely say it's defensive back and secondary play as a whole. I mean, they still have Jamel Dean and a ton of studs there, but and Anton Winfield, but regardless, that would be their one weakness if you had to nitpick and say they had one, and I'm not trusting Taylor Heineke to take advantage of that in the very least. Even with that said, again, they're not very bad, and this Washington football team cannot match up with the firepower of the Buccaneers, simply state. I mean, Terry McLaurin's a great a great receiver, Antonio Gibson has shown a lot of flash in the run game, but we've seen this Tampa run defense suffocate teams, and we've also seen their offense just completely able to outscore most offenses they play against. And again, Antonio Brown should be back this week, who we know Brady loves to target, and Again, it's just only, it's only adding to Brady's, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's only adding to Brady's arsenal, I guess you could say. It's, it's very, very affluent. He's got a lot of weapons he can go to. And I, with all that being said, I think Tampa's going to win this game 34 to 17. Moving on to the next game, we got the Panthers at the Cardinals. The Cardinals are hopefully getting all the boys back. I know Kyler definitely sounds like he's going to play this week. It sounds like they're very optimistic of him to do so. DeAndre Hopkins, we're still very unsure. But regardless, this isn't a question of how Carolina's offense is going to keep up because the answer is they're not. This is more of a question of how well can Carolina's defense do to slow down this this excuse me this Arizona offense. And... Even if Air, Air, whoa, 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 slow down, Jack. Even if Carolina keeps playing defense as well as they have, it won't matter against a team with maybe the best offense in the league. And their own offense is just going to continue to turn the ball over the way it has, which I believe they will because Sam Darnold's out, which, I mean, maybe you could argue that might help with turnovers, but I think that's not going to help with three and outs and all that type of stuff. I think that Kyler's going to be on the field a lot of this game. And regardless of who it is even if it's cam pj walker whoever i don't trust them uh cam's not used to this system yet he's sure he was on this team but it's not the same staff and pj walker is well pj walker we haven't seen him perform at all we've seen him a couple times on the field and he hasn't had very strong performances for any of them i think mccaffrey should have a better game than he did last week and i think we could see him get into the end zone so don't be so don't be hesitant at all in fantasy not that you're going to be sitting them anyways but I just don't think it matters. I'm not trusting this Carolina offense and this card's defense, particularly its pass rushing and its secondary is in a very good spot right now. And I think it'll take advantage of this weekend Carolina offense. So with all that being said, I think the Cardinals are going to win 30 to 17. That's going to be it for my three best bets. I'm going to add a quick segment here at the very end, going over my predictions for the NFC and AFC playoffs, as well as all the seedings in those playoffs, jumping straight into the NFC. The NFC is a lot more boring than the AFC, so we're just going to cover this quickly. My one seed is going to be the Arizona Cardinals. My two seed is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My three seed is going to be the Green Bay Packers. My four seed is going to be the Dallas Cowboys. 
five, we got the Los Angeles Rams. Six, we got the New Orleans Saints. And seven, I can't believe I'm saying this, I have the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, the seventh seed in the NFC is going to be so weak. Like, we're probably more than likely going to see another negative team make the playoffs as we did last year with that disgustingly bad AFC East, or excuse me, NFC East. And I think we're going to see a similar scenario play out here simply because I look at the schedule, I look at all the remaining teams, and I just can't find a team that's going to make a push there because the NFC teams, the top six, are so separated from the rest, it's not even close. I mean, just go look at the standings and then go look at some of the schedules coming up for teams like, I'm trying to think of what other teams I was considering at this spot. I was considering like the Falcons. I can't put the Falcons here right now. And if you look at the rest of their schedule, the Vikings have a slightly easier schedule and i think they could make the playoffs at possibly eight and nine so yeah gotta say vikings as weird as it sounds i think they have a shot sorry about my dog if you can hear i've been trying to get her to shut up for like 20 minutes every time she hears me talk she just goes again so i'll stand a little closer to my mic and turn down the volume a little bit so hopefully you won't hear as distinctly and i'm really sorry about that again I swear we're not doing anything to her. She's just in a cage and has anxiety. Now, moving on to my AFC. The AFC is a whole different story. The AFC is extremely competitive, and we can still see a shit ton of movement within these rankings simply because there are so many games to be played, especially interdivisional games. For the example of the Ravens, they still have to play the Bengals again, the Browns twice, the Steelers twice, and I really don't know where the hell to put that team on this list right now simply because of that. They just have so much... Uh, fluidity and so much you know what's the word so much chance for change in their seating because of that I also want to put them or excuse me I also want to say that I want to put them or Tennessee at the one seed but they're both so sketchy because honestly I don't fully trust Tennessee's offense right now as much as I love their defense we've seen them be awful in the past and then you know what the hell are the Chiefs what the hell are the Bengals the Bills lost to the Jags last week. What the hell? So, yeah, a lot of what the hells. Uh, just a really weird, unpredictable season, of course, but particularly in AFC, which is extremely fun and interesting this year. We've seen, I feel like the league the last, like, five years before two years ago was extremely NFC dominated and I feel like it's really took and taken a swing I feel like the AFC is extremely competitive and definitely the more fun conference to watch at least this year so as of now again this is completely subject to change I have I sucked it up I know I said I didn't trust them and I put the Titans at the one seed mostly because I like the rest of their schedule and I think they have a ton of winnable games I think every single one of them is honestly winnable but I think it's going to be extremely close to the Buffalo Bills I simply took the Titans right now because they haven't they already wait they didn't have their bye and they're I think they're seven and two and the Bills are like five and three or something like that so it just kind of looked better seven wins to five five wins you know what I mean uh, but of course, the two seed alluding to it, I have the Buffalo Bills. Again, their schedule, the rest of it, it looks like they're only going to have one loss coming up. At least they should be favorited in every single game coming up except for one. That's how it appears to me, which is against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I wasn't, don't remember. Let me check. I've got it right in front of me. I can check what week that is. They play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in week, it looks like 13, 14. December 12th, that could be a Super Bowl preview, should be a very great game. And then they've got a, they've played the Patriots twice in the upcoming game, so that could definitely separate them from the rest of their competition in the AFC. Moving on to our third seed, we have this, I almost called them the San Diego. We've got the Los Angeles Chargers. 
This is simply because, again, as I've stated earlier, the Ravens have so many conference games coming up, and I think they do have a shot of losing some of them, a very good shot of losing some of them. As we know, these conf- excuse me, divisional games can be just be so close. These teams know each other so well that I think that I just I need to see a little bit more from them right now because, again, those games are more important than any other games in the rest of your schedule. And we've already seen the Chargers beat the Chiefs. I th- we've already seen the Chargers beat the Raiders. So I just have a little more confidence in them right now. And I think they're going to keep it rolling, especially looking at the rest of their schedule. So as alluded to, the Ravens are my four seed. I still trust them more than any other team in the AFC North. But they're so close together and they're going to beat the snot out of each other that I think that their records are all going to be so close that that's why I have them seeded this way. I've got the Ravens at four, the Browns at five, and the Bengals at six. That is how I see those teams in terms of ranking them, just straight up. I think the Steelers are probably still the worst team in this division, even though they are a competitive-as-hell football team. That's just how I see it, and I think that the standings, when it's all said and done, are going to reflect that. Finally, at my seventh seed, we got big drum roll. We have the New England Patriots, and they barely, and I mean just barely, beat out the Raiders and the Steelers. Simply put, I think that the Patriots division is just so much weaker than the Raiders and the Steelers, and I think that that's why they're going to be the ones that steal that seventh seed. And again, it's going to be extremely competitive, and you can argue a few other teams besides the Raiders and Steelers could take that spot, such as, you know, the Chiefs, the, uh, wow, I don't have the Chiefs on here. I'm saying the Chiefs are going to miss the playoffs. (laughs) I may have messed up. <laughs> I didn't even realize that until now. I mean, who the hell am I going to put them over? They, I mean, I think they have to take that seventh seed, right? You can't just like completely count them out, right? Man. <laughs> How did I? Oh, sorry. That was my computer telling me she's low on battery. How did I not realize I did that? Whatever. Whatever. We're just going to roll with what we have. And if the Chiefs make the playoffs, I look like a really smart guy. But I don't think they will. I think I probably have to give him that seven seed, but I guess because I completely counted them out, that says something, right? So I don't know. You can take that as you will. Whatever. That's going to do it for this week's, <laughs> this Thursday's episode, rather. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Be sure to follow my podcast on Instagram at Professional Sports Talk. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with your friends and family and be sure to tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for more NFL content. Be ready for NBA content to come soon. And thank you so much once again, guys. Have a great day.